Can you believe it? Our Milwaukee Regulars Month is nearly at its end. And oh boy, we have been on quite the journey from the bustling Milwaukee Public Transit System headquarters to the lively atmosphere at Throttle Twisters Bar and the excitement of the Knights of Columbus Bingo Banquet Hall. I have to say, we've explored some incredible spots, but there's more. And this week, we've got something truly special in store for you, a place that holds not only the fascinating exhibits, but also a promise of an exciting upgrade. We're heading to none of the other than the iconic Milwaukee Public Museum, a place surrounded by history, culture, and natural wonders, and of course, dinosaurs, all under one roof. The Milwaukee Public Museum has been a staple for locals and visitors alike. And for one person, it's a place that she often returns to. How many times have you been here? Do you know? Is it more than a certain? If you could throw at any number. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, within the last couple months, I would say I've probably been like four or five times. If that tells you something. This is Uniquely Milwaukee. It's everything you love about community stories, but more in depth. Giving the stories the time and attention they deserve. Changing perspective one episode at a time. I'm your host, Salam Fathayed, and this is Uniquely Milwaukee. Stories that stick with you. There's nothing quite like having a place that feels like a reliable friend, a sanctuary that always is there for you, regardless of weather or circumstances. A place that never disappoints and constantly surprises you with new opportunities to learn and grow. The Milwaukee Public Museum is that place for Laura Keller, and she's taking us on an audio tour of her favorite place. My name is Laura Keller. I am from the New Berlin, Milwaukee area, so spent a lot of time coming to the museum, um, but it's been great. Do you recall the first time that you've been to the museum? What was that like for you? I think, I don't know if it was the first time, but a memory that sticks out is we always had field trips coming to the public museum. So that was the one where I was like, mom, if you're going to chaperone one, like you have to come to this. Yeah. So um, I know we did the streets of old Milwaukee and my mom always jokes, I was begging for the lemon head. So she's like, you can have it if I can have some. And she broke her tooth on oh. one of them. So now it's like the awesome running joke is the great candy from <laughs> the, the candy shop. So I always get her a thing of lemon heads when we- With some trauma and some yes. memory joy. We love yeah. that. My yeah. favorite candy was the rocks. I always thought that was oh. like only specific to the mm-hmm. museum. And then growing up, I felt like I was scammed a little bit. Uh. <laughs> but you said you were from New Berlin. Mm-hmm. Was it like kind of an adventure coming to the city like Milwaukee and then seeing this great museum or, you know, just like living in this type of experience? Totally. I mean, we did that going to Bucks games, going to the museum. It was always kind of the fun family trip was to go into the city and it's nice and close. So um, it was never a huge deal to come right. come down here. It's so accessible, um, but it was definitely a, a fun trip for us. Yeah, that's how it was for me too. Because like the Milwaukee Public Museum as a kid, but also the zoo. And mm-hmm. then I went overseas and lived overseas in Palestine for a little okay. bit. And they don't really have any zoos or like, they do have museums, but nothing on this big scale. Mm-hmm. And I came back um, in my high school, like I think it was my senior year when I came back to the States. And I just like, I think when you're an adult, you, you experience it differently. It's totally. no longer just pictures and sculptures. You're actually reading the history. So it was neat to have that child awe, mm-hmm. but also that understanding as an adult. I mean, what's so nice too is definitely came here as a kid growing up, like that was one of our fun high school things. Like you said, to come Mm -hmm. down to the city, it's a fun thing to do, it's close by. So high school, we did it. And now as an adult, I mean, we love going to food and froth and all of that. So it's kind of something for every age range. 
Did you have siblings growing up? I do. I have one younger brother. Okay. Did you guys both like going to the museum together or do you feel like you were more attached to it? Then? Um, he's probably more of the, the sports guy. Okay. Um, I History, all that kind of stuff is, is definitely my thing. I mean, he liked coming and yeah, some of that would be sure. like, Laura, you get to pick what we do today. What do you want to do? And I would do museum and Will would come along for the trip too. So now as an adult, what's your relationship like with the Milwaukee Public Museum? Um, so I actually have a one-year-old. So it's always been, like I said, fun doing the food and froth. Huh. And my husband, he's from the Milwaukee area but and came to the museum, but now he's learned to love it more with me, um, which has been really fun. But now we have our one-year-old, so we took him by the butterflies and Aww. just watching him check out all the stuff. It'll be fun as he gets older to experience a new museum too, yeah. um, which will very excited to go to that, that with him. The talk of a new museum began in 2019, and with the Wisconsin Wondrous Campaign, the museum hopes to create a new museum center that brings together the best in the world of museums and brings out the best in Wisconsin. The upcoming location of the future museum will be on the northeast corner of 6 and McKinley Street and hopes to open in 2026. Later on in this episode, we will hear about some things to expect with the new upcoming project. But back to Laura. Speaking about the new museum, is there something specific you're going to miss from this building and this specific thing? I mean, I love the the size of the current museum. You can kind of walk around the hallways and be transported um, to different places. And with some of the new renderings that we see, I think that's really going to translate into the new museum, too. So it's nice to keep that feeling of nostalgia from this one, but also carry that. Yeah. Over. In your own words, why do you think you're a regular here or what makes a regular? I, I don't know. Self-appointed like <laughs> Milwaukee Public Museum nerd. Yes, yeah. I think that really fits. Um, I don't know. I just if there's free time like this is where I want to come and hang out. Like I said, it's very transportive. So like you learn something new, but feel like you're you're somewhere else. I don't know. It's yeah. it's relaxing. Kind of walk through all the hallways and get lost in the history. And yeah, I love that you said that it's like some place to pass time and that you feel like it's kind of escapism because mm -hmm. like from the moment I parked my car, I was trying to find parking <laughs> and then entered the building. It just felt like a complete different world. Mm -hmm. And it's very separated from the outside Milwaukee, even though yeah. you're getting some of that. Um, but how many times have you been here? Do you know? Is it oh more than a certain? If you could throw at any number. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, within the last couple months, I would say I've probably been like four or five times. Okay. If that tells you something. <laughs> so it's nice. I mean, too, I like I said, I have a one year old and sometimes hard uh -huh. to pack them up and take them places or if it's weather, like mm -hmm. don't know what to do. So it's even fun. We just need to get out of the house and walk around somewhere. This is just a nice place. Pop them in the stroller and. Yeah. I love that. I'm actually quite envious because I was talking to my coworker, Kiri, and I was like, I don't think I have something that I return to constantly. I have, uh, I think the closest thing I can probably think of is beans and barley. Like that's the spot I go oh, to with go. friends, but not something where it's like every few months, it's part mm -hmm. of my routine. Sure. How would you feel if this wasn't here? Yeah. And it was kind of like I said, I've been going my whole life, so it's not like I just happened upon it, but it's always kind of been the place yeah. to go back to. So I don't know if I was looking for it, but it would be really it would be really sad to not right. have your place. So it's fun to see a place that you love moving to a new space where it's going to be enhanced and new, but mm -hmm. still have that same like comfortable feeling here. I'm interested in the um, the timeline. So you came here as a kid. Mm -hmm. Did you re kind of gain that relationship as an adult or was it kind of always consistent? It was, it probably always was consistent um, with high school group of friends. They're like, what should we go do? It's like, well, we're looking for something to do. Let's go to the museum, um, which 
probably sounded nerdy to them, but no, we, everyone fine. had a blast. Yeah. Um, like, I was a mall kid at the uh, yeah. in high school because I um, also, also because I worked there. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, take me to work and then yep. you can also hang out with the food Yeah, store. I did that too. And I was like, you know, we spend so much time at the mall, you guys. Let's go do something right. different and fun. So it was always, they like it more than they admit. Yeah. They, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure when they hear this, they'll be like, you know what? Yeah, this is mm-hmm. a cool place. Totally. So around COVID time, how did that feel when this was like shut down? Yeah, I mean, kind of a dark time for everyone not being for able sure. to go out and do anything. Um, I did some of the virtual exhibits, which was fun. Um, watched Jurassic Park a lot to reference my dinosaurs. But I know that was one of our first trips out like when things opened back up. Yep, got yeah. my mask and came on down here and just walked around to feel some of that normalcy mm-hmm. and again, comfort in, in the space. So let's talk about like the specifics. Is there, what is your favorite exhibit? Just walking through streets of all Milwaukee too. Again, you're mm-hmm. transported to a new place, a new time. Um, which is fun, but I love dinosaurs. So anything dinosaur related, I'm here for it. Since you've been here, you said that this month was four times. Uh, I, w- I want your tips. Is there some, <laughs> a specific place that you first enter or like don't walk here? It's a lot of traffic <laughs> or maybe like go to this bathroom. What are your top three tips that sure. you, you can give? It's been a different experience coming with a one-year-old. So now I have to map out, like, we have a membership, so it's nice where I was like, okay, we can come for half an hour, 45 minutes, whatever we need. Um, I feel like we'd probably get up to the first floor mm-hmm. um, and hang around there, but he's very into the butterflies. So um, that's been nice. We try to come when it's not super busy, but there's enough space here where right. we kind of aren't bumping into people mm-hmm. all the time. Food and Froth is one of my favorite events, so we in the past have splurged on the VIP one. So I was like, you know what, we're going to start from the top down because people might not want to go all the way up to the third floor first. So I'd say that was food and froth pro tip. For our listeners that might not know, what is food and froth? That's so fun. Yeah, be the one to tell them. Yeah, they have... there's beer, food on every level of museum. So it's like, I don't know, every couple feet you have a different stall with food or snacks. Um, so it's basically you pay a fee and then come just get to eat and drink your way through the museum. Coming up next, we hear on what is to be expected in the new future museum. And then Laura takes us on a tour. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the honor system. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. The Future Museum will feature four floors of six different exhibit galleries. One of them is Living in the Dynamic World. Here's Jennifer Zasville, Milwaukee Public Museum Vice President, and Katie Sanders, Milwaukee Public Museum Chief Planning Officer, talking about what's to be expected. The Living in a Dynamic World Gallery showcases the beautiful and astonishing variety of life, cultures, and climates found in all corners of our planet. Here, we will lean on the museum's vast collection of global artifacts and plant and animal specimens as our compass to explore the world. This gallery reimagines the exhibits on the current museum's third floor, which take visitors to different regions around the globe to explore the diversity of people, plants, animals, and habitats. What might feel a little bit different in the future museum is that the Living in a Dynamic World Gallery is an unconventional journey to five distinct landscapes that we find across multiple countries and continents, exploring what makes them unique as well as similar. Living in a dynamic world is a brand new visitor experience that we're very excited to bring to the new museum. 
It's unlike anything we have in the current building. Really early on in the community input process, we established five building blocks for the future museum. One of those building blocks is turning the museum inside out. Most visitors don't know that we have four million priceless objects and specimens in our care. These are called the collections. And while some of them are on display in the exhibits, the majority are kept behind the scenes. Oftentimes the collections are used for research purposes, both by MPM scientists and cultural experts, but also by researchers and institutions from all around the world. And another fan favorite is Milwaukee Revealed. Nate and Meg attended a virtual Zoom meeting to get the inside scoop. So our big idea with the Milwaukee Revealed Gallery is that there is more to Milwaukee than meets the eye. We want to uncover the often overlooked networks of neighbors, waterways, and greenways that interlace to create a vibrant, ever-changing community. And of course, one of the first sites that we'll see, again, is a contemporary streetscape. Chris, um, what else could we imagine? <laughs> so it is it, it is a place that is immersive. It feels like we've walked into downtown Milwaukee. The sun has just gone down below the horizon. The street lights are coming on. Store windows uh, are still uh, lit up. In the second story, you can see movement of people up there. We hear the sounds of the uh, of the city and 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 the smells and, and even just the feeling of uh, standing there. Ahead of us, as we enter in, we see the Mitchell Building, iconic downtown building with a long history of many uses over the years, uh, standing before us. And then uh, it its facade seemingly melts away, and we see through the facade into the interior where we see silhouettes of buildings that had sat on that same site historically, specifically the Juno Solomon uh, house, one of his houses, um, back to the founding, the beginning of Milwaukee as a, as a settlement, as a, as a place. So in this streetscape, you're going to see a lot of familiar vernacular city architecture, the street lamps, but also, of course, cream city brick. So if you look to the left of that, this sketch, you can see that iconic cream city brick um, for which Milwaukee has been so well known. And actually inside that building, just around that corner where that lady is standing, is we have a pharmacy. A pharmacy, of course, is indicative of the health and wellness of an urban place of the city. And as you walk into that space, we want to, people to feel as if they have walked into a sort of an old timey apothecary that still functions today. And here revealed the many ways and the many ways of knowing how to care for our bodies um, through holistic medicines, through alternative medicines, and of course, traditional medicines too. Back to Laura and our museum visit, and we are at one of her favorite parts of the museum, the dinosaurs. When you're looking at it, what are you, what are you, what are you taking in? Sorry, not to analyze your experience. <laughs> well, I'm like, wow, you see his ribcage right there? That is huge. I could probably fit in there. Um, but it's just like amazing to think if this thing was actually alive like nowadays um that would be terrifying it could like crush my car oh for sure yeah mm -hmm. i think i always i always like think about the teeth i'm like yeah, yeah I, I would not survive <laughs> look at the bones too it's insane well, even just like the size of his eyeballs are probably as big as my bigger than my fist um which is just insane that something could be that big yeah it's like a, it's like a size of a mango uh-huh totally and think about the size of the teeth, like <laughs> creepy, but yeah. very cool. I yeah. sound like the nerd here. No, I love it. Through. But 
it's cool. Like you have the exhibit spaces here, and then this is kind of that immersive feeling of being in a cave. So, very fun. Because we're going back in time or understanding the world, I guess. So how many times would you say you have been to the museum? I think five. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think we're on opposite ends of the spectrum, which go. is kind of cool. But now I, I feel like you just talking to you. I'm like, damn, I really I should go here. This is a gem. Well, it's been fun to watch the exhibits evolve, too. Like, I remember coming and seeing the T-Rex and the, the Triceratops, but now even, like, how the dioramas change. Um, like, who would have thought dinosaurs have feathers? I don't know. Um, so... Yeah. You're actually right. We discover things throughout the years, so it does change. Yeah. And it's awesome here to watch it. And the new museum, too, will be able to take some of these really awesome pieces that we have here and elaborate on them um, probably easier than we can in this current space. Yeah. Jurassic Park is, like, my favorite movie. So, yes, as a little kid, this one terrified me. And ironically, dinosaurs were terrifying to me. So now to grow up and love them is pretty funny. Um, but I thought when I brought Cooper here, like, we had him kind of, we stood him up. And I was like, oh, is he going to cry with the lights flashing or the noises? Um, and he did great. So braver than me at his age looking at the dinosaurs. Kids are a bit more resilient than we give them credit. We love and then to close off the tour, we took a stroll down Old Milwaukee. So it was kind of fun to see, like, we have the, the Fister here. Um, and when they added the video behind the glass, that was a pretty fun addition. Have you seen that? Yeah, no. <laughs> so if Treat you me like a newbie that's never been here. Museum pro tip. Yeah. So if you look through the glass, it looks like people are walking through the lobby, so... In like a second, you'll see someone walk by. Oh, that is so neat. Isn't I it? Never, I, would, I would have never noticed that. Yeah. I would have legit walked by. Uh-huh. Well, that's the, when you're spending a large amount of time here, like, oh, let me just go look through this random window. Oh, my gosh, there's people in it. So, it's fun. Well, we're on Grand Ave right now. Right. But candy store. I don't think it's open today, though. We've broken our teeth up oh, on Next time. Yep. Can't get my mom one of those lemon head boxes. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh wait, I think there's the hidden cat over here. Right? Did you say hidden cat? There's a cat right there. Oh See? my God. Yeah, right? Right? Um, so again, some of those fun little nuggets that you spend way too much time here. Yeah. How many walks around here did you find these little hidden gems? Or? Probably a lot. Okay. Probably a lot. <laughs> so we said that it's the dinosaurs and the butterflies. If we had to go to Laura's top five essentials, what would they be? Um, I mean, first floor, I definitely say dinosaurs, butterflies, streets of Milwaukee. Then second floor, kind of the Wisconsin um, piece of it. I always love the, the tribal dance. I remember when it used to spin around, uh, shows my dated museum-ness. Um, but I love Buffalo, so that's right there when you come up on the top two. Um, and then third floor, the international floor has a ton of really awesome pieces. I know I love the, um, I think the Indonesian market is where we were at earlier. Um, the, the Asia portion with um, the little Zen garden was cool. Um, yeah, the Moroccan, Moroccan courtyard. Again, I don't know if that's the right term, but um, I mean, there's not really a space you can go wrong here. It's all very cool. 
thank you for joining us on our audio exploration of the Milwaukee Public Museum. We hope you enjoyed the journey, but before the future museum, make sure to visit the current Milwaukee Public Museum in person and experience its wonders firsthand. In our upcoming and final episode for this month, we have a delightful treat in store for you. Get ready to indulge in some delicious euros from Oakland Euros, a local culinary gem. Our taste buds are in for a real treat. And we have an exclusive interview with Diego Nioni on why that place is special to them. This is your host, Salam Pathayed. Thank you to Nate Imig, our executive producer, Kiri Salinas, our audio production manager, Brett Krasgowski is our web editor. Thank you to our marketing team led by Sarah Lar. Graphics and our wonderful logo is made by Aaron Bagata. Our community engagement coordinator is Mallory Wallace and Dan Reiner handles our social media accounts. And a big, big thank you to our city-loving members for making Uniquely Milwaukee possible. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast and tune in next week for the next episode of Uniquely Milwaukee.